Hey friends, this is Dr. Trudy, the host of The Christian View. Today is one of my most favorite discussions so far. I have the privilege of interviewing four Gen Zs, and one of them happens to be my son. We're going to talk about Gen Z table talk, so don't go away. We'll be right back here on The Christian View. With everyone in the world with their own view, ever wonder if God has a view? And, and that's what the show's all about. What's God's view versus our view? Topics that affect our daily life. Empowering and inspiring. Right. To develop a heart, a kingdom mindset, you know. Because God does have a view. Your host, Dr. Trudy Simmons. The Christian View. I'm your host, Dr. Trudy. I want to thank you all for inviting us into your home. We take today's hot and challenging topics and we wait against the Word of God because God does have a view. And I think it's so important that we get God's view out today more than ever. I want to thank our audience for being here today. We love having y'all. Thank y'all for coming. You guys are amazing. And thank you if you're watching by YouTube or listening by radio or podcast. We just, we, we are thankful for each listener that we have. Um, well, if you've been tuning in for any amount of time, you can tell that my, uh, my co-hosts today are a little different than normal. Um, I have been wanting to do a segment on Gen Z for a very long time, and um, without embarrassing anybody, someone finally said yes. And so we are here today. We're going to talk about Gen Z, and I have with me Pastor Ben. Thank you yes. so much for being here. We've been through a lot together, and Absolutely. I'm just thankful for your leadership and guidance. Mm-hmm. Um, but let me introduce the rest. So I have the beautiful Parker. Thank you for Hi. being here today. Thank I have Ella. Thank you for coming. I have Jonathan, and I have Dante. So thank you all for being here, for being brave enough to to come and say yes you know so I wanted to do this for a while Ben because you know life is changing at a rapid pace I mean when I was 16 17 and even 20 life was not as hard as it is today yeah and so I think it's so important and you know we as parents um we don't know a lot about what's going on inside our kids' heads. So what mm-hmm. better thing than to have kids up here sharing? Right. Right, you know? And so yeah. let's start with you. Um, you're a youth pastor. What struggles do you see the kids going through today? Yeah, so based on really a lot of the conversations, a lot of the ministering to to students or to parents, mm-hmm. um, some of those conversations that I'm having, and even we did an anonymous survey with right. our students. We just said, hey, I'll... If, if you want to talk about anything or, you know, hey, I wish my parents knew about this. These are kind of some of the things I pulled. Um, right. So th- I think the first thing that you see is is an adjustment to cultural norms, mm-hmm. right? Like culture in general is shifting and that's affecting our next generation. Right. Um, everything's from the digital age to all that. You know, like one of the, one of the comments that one of my students made was, um, you know, my parents get on to me for my cell phone, but they don't know that they're just as addicted as, as, as I, I am, you know, and so Absolutely. we laugh through that and we, you know, we talk through that, but there's also there, the students are kind of navigating uh, a lot of pressure. Uh, that's not, it's not foreign to, to a student that's right. kind of, you know, walking through transitions in high school or maybe college. But I would say that there's, there's some heightened expectations, mm-hmm. maybe some unfair uh, expectations. And as students are kind of walking through this, they're struggling with, okay, I've, I've made some mistakes and I've, I've failed a couple times. How do I, how do I communicate that to my parents? Right. And how do I, you know, say, hey man, I really messed up here, but I don't want this to define me and right. I want to kind of move forward. And, and then, I don't want you to be disappointed in me. Right, right, right. So, you know, there's, there's, there's that dilemma and parents and, uh, Parents and students have always had that you right, know, right. Uh, challenge, but I would say it's even heightened today with some of the other mm-hmm. things, including kind of what the, the other thing that I saw is 
there's a real barrier in communication, right. or I should say a barrier in real communication, yes. right? Um, a student most of the time can text or tweet like a million words a minute, yes. right? You give them a platform and they'll let you know everything that, you know, how they're feeling and they'll, they'll do all that. But you sit them down mm-hmm. and you get them quiet and you look them in the eyes and you try to have a conversation with them and it becomes very, very difficult, right? right? And so um, for, for most of the settings when we're, you know, working with students or parents and, you know, we're trying to explain, hey, what, well, what's going on? What led to that behavior? What led to that, uh, that you know, that action or any right. of that? It's hard for them to explain. Yeah. I, I would even say in relationship with one another, mm-hmm. everything is digital. Everything right. is a, a FaceTime, a Snap, a, yeah. you know, whatever it may be. And so there's this barrier in communication, in interpersonal communication right. that they're having to work through. Well, let's ask you guys. What do, you, do, you, do you feel the same way? Do you, see, do you see these struggles happening in your communication, in your friendships, in your life? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, totally. I feel like um, social media and all that stuff is definitely more common and I don't know. We prioritize it a lot, so I definitely see and I agree with what you're talking about. Right. It definitely makes, like, a barrier between you have the real world and then you have, like, this online, like, digital thing where everyone can meet everyone. Right. Um, Right. And then there's a difference between that and then just having a conversation with people in general. Like, Mm -hmm. in real life, there's definitely a barrier there. Absolutely. And, Jonathan, you've mentioned a lot about social media and how social media is playing into the stressors that young people are facing today yeah i mean like social media is so addictive that like people you'll come home from school and sometimes you'll sit on your phone all day yeah. and you just get distracted you want to do your homework yeah. which adds to stress of school right. right um and then like you have all these like perfect pictures online that people mm-hmm. call it and um it kind of like makes you kind of feel negative about yourself right because you're like why don't i have this life or why don't i look like this right. yeah. which is one reason why you got to like have a you'd be strong in your faith so right. that you can like understand that like these these pictures aren't aren't always real like right. they only show their their, um, their best moments mm-hmm. yeah. and they're like i have my moments too and right yeah. right and i think that is so good dante that you have to know who you are in christ you have to be that's exactly. where your foundation has to come yeah. from right mm-hmm. i think it's important finding a balance between social media and real communication mm-hmm. but the hard thing is is even the way social medias are constructed just like with the algorithm algorithms and stuff right it's designed to create an imbalance. Yes. So it's really hard to maintain it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it keeps us confused. Would you, would you agree or disagree? Mm-hmm. I would yeah, agree, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I agree. And, and, and how does that play out in your life? When you're living, you know, you're looking at all the social media, and, and it's not real. We, mm-hmm. You know, adults call it Facebook, I mean, fake book. But, yeah. <laughs> you know, how does that play out in your, in your day-to-day life? I mean, I don't know. It affects everything. Seeing, like what you were saying, Jonathan, I mean, seeing all these perfect lives lived, I mean, you kind of want to live up to that and be like them. You compare yourself, and it's true, and we can deny it, but it is true. Right. Um, But. I know, with God, I mean, we can trust Him. And, Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I think, I think that's a good point. We're going to touch on that in a minute. With God, we can overcome, and we can, you know, as Jonathan, as uh, my son says, um, I'd rather stand with God and be judged by the world than to stand with the world and be judged by God. But there's a fine line, so we're going to talk about that when we Amen. get back. We'll be right back with more on The Christian View. Don't go away. We're talking today about Gen Z, and it's been a fun conversation so far, so I just want to thank y'all again for saying yes. When we ended the last segment, I I said this little quote that said, um, I'd rather stand with God and be judged by the world than to stand with the world and be judged by God. And that's a hard statement, Ben. That's hard to feel you know, fulfilled today in today's society. Absolutely. So you have to be very, very courageous. Ex- very exactly. Courageous. So let's talk about how our faith can help us navigate through the challenges that life throws at us. Yeah, that's good. Especially as a, as a teenager, you know, 
you're trying to figure out who you are and what you're going to believe and how those actions uh, line up. You know, I think it's under it's important to understand faith is not morality, right? right? Faith is not doing the right thing or you know whatever. Faith is a belief, right? And it's a belief that something greater is is going on, something right. greater beyond my understanding or any of that. So, particularly in the Christian faith, you know, we believe that. God is the creator, and we believe that um, he, he not only knows all things, but he's holding all things together, and that for some reason, because of his you know, incomprehensible love for us, he, he, like, he shares the best plans for our lives. So when it comes to us um, as, a, as teenagers, or us even as adults, right. for us to help navigate some of these challenges in our lives, we have to understand, like, faith, again, it's not just doing the right thing. It's a framework. It's a belief system which helps us process what is truly best for our lives, right? It helps us, um, you know, go, go into decisions and go and face these challenges and say, listen, is that God's best for my life? And, or is, is that a temptation or, or, you know, any of those? I kind of thought about it and I was like, you know what, like, like anxiety, hot topic kind of right now, mm-hmm. you know, but like teenagers can often ask, well, what, will I always feel this way? Will I always feel anxious? Will I always be afraid? Well, no, when you start understanding that your faith is a framework and that you can, uh, you can take that thought captive, like Paul talks about and says, you know, you, you should take every single thought that, that comes in. But you take that thought and you say, no, I don't have to give in to that anxiety. Right. I don't have to. That, that's not the full life that Jesus paid for me or uh, loneliness. Does, does anybody care that I even exist? Right. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Your heavenly father does. He, he created people you. People struggle with feeling lonely, yeah. feeling like no one sees me. And I, am I important enough? To, I mean, do y'all struggle with those thoughts? I mean, definitely every now and then. Yeah, for right. sure. I'll feel like, mm-hmm. am I important who, right. who, who am I yeah right. who am I important to there's definitely those moments right for sure, mm-hmm. but, yeah yeah, yeah I've, I mean I've had those thoughts in the past especially like you know like especially when I was addicted to social media a lot more mm-hmm. those thoughts like those happened all the time right yeah. but like you know I was like as like I like pushed social media away and read my bible more all those they don't come as often as they that's used good. to. And that's good. Yeah, one thing that um, that I know Jonathan has done because of that was to limit his social media mm-hmm. um, to a certain amount of time a day. You know, but they say the average person is on social media two and a half hours a day, wow. and that can really mess with your brain. Yeah. But you know, um, Ella, I was talking to you, and you said one thing that you really, you really knew that you wanted people to know is that God is your rock and that he can help you navigate through these challenges. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah. So basically this past year has been just um, a year of growth for me, just with friendships and just navigating my life and how um, I should be really taking like my relationship with God more seriously. Mm -hmm. And something that God kind of taught me through that was like, I am your rock. Like, mm. there's nothing else that will be as consistent as right. the Lord right. as um, just there. Right. Like, right. I've had friendships, and they've fallen away, and it's really just been a reminder of, like, God is who I literally need to be putting all of my trust in because mm-hmm. he is so steadfast, and he is so, like, just consistent. Mm-hmm. Like, anything else could fall away. Like, this world could fall away, but God would still be there. Right. And so that's something that's just been very um, important to me in my walk with the Lord is just knowing that he really has our best right. um, in his heart for us. Um, yeah. 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 Yep. I, I think there's way too many uncontrollables in life. I think right. about people <laughs> yeah. that yeah. don't know Jesus or don't have a relationship mm-hmm. with him. I'm like, how are you keeping these <laughs> yeah. balls juggling? How, how you are you it? handling right. the, the literal stress yeah. of the world? But to your point, yeah. when you, mm-hmm. when you can trust that God is yeah. good, 
always, yeah. never failing. When you can trust that he is never going to change or cast a shifting, mm-hmm. shifting shadow, well, you, you just put all your trust in him right. and, and it just brings this levity. Um, so. And there's nothing you can do to for him to not love you. Yeah. Like there's nothing, you don't have to earn it. It's a mm-hmm. gift and there's nothing you'll do that will ever make his love ever fade away. That's yeah. right. That's so exactly sweet. right. Yeah, I, you, you said it, but you know, a foolish man builds his house on, on the things of this world mm-hmm. and the things that will so easily, you know, wash away when the storms come. Yeah. But a wise man builds his house on the rock. And so uh, I, I honor you that, that you're yeah, even at a young age, yeah. you know, planting that, that stake down and, and building your house there. That's and we, we need more young people to have that as their rock, to have mm-hmm. Jesus Christ yeah. as their rock. But, you know, as we were talking, social media will just, it'll play with your mind, won't it? It'll put lies in your head and you start believing the things that you, that you see and it, it makes you question yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, going off of what you said, like relying on God, I think it's really important that you do it very consistently and constantly because a lot of students, even if they don't go to church every week or if they have a test or sports event coming up, they'll pray to God for asking them to win or something. Right. You know, something small like that, even though it matters, but... Uh, the more the world progresses, for the better or worse, the less we more have to rely on God. You right. know, we have more other stuff to rely on, whether it's for affirmation, for information, mm-hmm. and like that. So it's important to make it a part of your daily life, even when you have other options that could be easier. That's right, so right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Make it part of your routine, right, Jonathan? Yeah. yeah. Um, I, think it, I think it is so important. And, you know, we're not too busy. Mm. The enemy wants us to think we're too busy, yeah. Yeah. Right? right? But we're not too busy to spend the first five minutes, ten minutes. Uh-huh. Right? I mean, and if we're on our social media for two hours. Exactly. Right. Find, some yeah. right. Find, right. find some time. But how often, do, first thing in the morning, do you wake up yeah. and you no. scroll Instagram? And I, I struggle with that. Yeah. So I've been trying to, like, prioritize that. So, like, right when I wake up, not just to check my phone. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, that's, like, my humanly nature. That's what right. I want to do, right? right. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I've been trying and failing and succeeding every now and then but i don't know prioritizing that and spending moments with him Mm -hmm. yeah i think prioritizing is a huge thing but what i want to also mention is don't when you fail you just get back up and do it again the enemy wants you to say well i failed i missed it i didn't get to i didn't get my quiet time twice this week so i'm just going to quit the enemy wants us to quit but god has created us to keep going so i love that point we'll be right back with a little bit more on gen z here on the christian view don't go away Christian View. We're talking today about Gen Z, and I'm just in awe of these amazing um, co-hosts that I have today. So thank y'all. You guys are amazing. Um, I want to talk a little bit because I am a parent of one of the kids up here. I'm not going to tell you which one. Um, But anyway, you know, it's a struggle being a parent in today's world. Everything is changing so fast. You know, we we want to be the best parents we can, Ben, but, but it's challenging. And so let's just talk about how we can be better parents, better listeners, better, better um, leaders yeah. in today's society. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll preface by saying I'm not a parent yet. So but you parent so, yeah, many. But, I, yeah. do, but yeah. I do have conversations, honest conversations yeah. with, with kids and their struggles with being able to communicate right. with parents. Mm-hmm. And so some of the things I've seen is, um, you know, one, one phrase I kind of said was giving a solution when it comes to listening and, and helping your students, giving a solution is not always the best solution. Right. Right? Yeah. Most of the time, students just want to be heard. Right. Going kind of back to what we were talking about earlier, they feel lonely or they feel like nobody really even knows they exist or they right. cared about. Well, as you as the parent, that's an opportunity where you can win, that you can give, you know, you can, the Lord tells us to be slow to speak, right. <laughs> slow to get angry, right? If you can just pump the brakes yeah. on, well, why are they talking to me like that? What, mm-hmm. you know, but, and, and, and not put the try phone to, down. Yeah. And put the phone put down, the phone and, down. Yeah. and not try to fix everything, <laughs> right. but just hear and just let them speak. Mm-hmm. I think that's big. Uh, I also think 
hear what's not being said. Right. Uh, some of the things, we, some of the conversations uh, I've, I've heard is, man, I don't really feel like I, I can truly say what I want to say mm-hmm. to my parents. I don't really feel, so parents are tasked with the difficulties of kind of reading body language right. or the nuances of conversation mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. shifting eyes, you know, yes. and trying to see. So I would even say lean into the Holy Spirit and ask for wisdom right. to hear what's not being said. Absolutely. And then if if your conversation with your teen or your student is, you know, sometimes gets heated yeah. or sometimes <laughs> gets cold and, you know, yeah. all that. Uh, one thing I like to, to say is, you know, fruit always has a root. Right. You know, so. If, if you're, if you're not satisfied with the fruit, you know, and you're like, well, I just get, you know, take a step back, try to see what's, what's behind that. Your your kid may be going through a lot of stress and you're not, you can't coddle them and make life easy, but you cannot say, Hey, I kind of see you're struggling. Right. How can I help? You know, and that really gets to the root versus just dealing with the, with the fruit. Absolutely. So Jonathan, what do you think about the communication aspect with parents? Well, kind of like what you said, like sometimes it's hard to like sometimes tell your parents things and not long ago, me and Dante, we did something pretty stupid. It took me about a whole, it took me about a day to tell my parents and, um, the hardest part was like wondering what they're going to think of me right. and like are they going to think anything differently and how they're going to react because I didn't want them to treat me any differently. Right. And like, you know, I just wanted like a, an easier resolution than like, you know, them going like grounded me or getting like really upset because that just makes it even harder and hard, mm-hmm. makes it, the next time you do something it makes it even harder to go to your parents right. about yeah. it. Yeah. So just being open and honest in your communication. Yeah, going off of what Johnny said, I think it's important for parents to to always try to listen and understand, like, be calm about it. Mm-hmm. Because even if it's just, like, one time and you don't really listen to what they're saying, they're going to remember that. Right. And then the next time maybe they do something worse That's or something good. that you actually need to know about, they're not going to come to you. They're going to come to somebody else. Right. That's good. Mm-hmm. That is really good. Yeah. That is yeah. really good. What do you girls think? Well, actually, going off of what all y'all were saying, I think that the parent does play a vital role in when children honor their parents because mm-hmm. if um, your parents, they don't honor or care for your feelings or emotions, there's going to be that kind of barrier between yeah. you and your mom or dad, right, you know, right. and you're not going to want to talk to them. And then I feel like there becomes like this kind of breaking point almost, yeah. mm-hmm. and then that's where the dishonor comes from, the yelling, the right. anger. Yeah. So I truly think that talking about your emotions, communication is extremely important, mm-hmm. especially in my household. We talk about right, absolutely, everything. Yeah. and I just think that that's it's really important. important. And you want to be able to have that that um, that atmosphere in your home, yeah. then, right? So that you can have that honest communication, knowing that your parents are going to hear you out. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not going to lash out. And I think that you know, as parents, we need to you know sit back, maybe count to ten, or you know, whatever yeah. we need yeah. to do, and not react to what's going on yeah. in the situation. And even understand too. I mean, we, we mentioned this in the earlier conversation. Kids are kids still. Yeah, They're still absolutely. developing. Right. They're, they don't even know how to articulate what's all going on right. in here. So giving them the space to, to, to get the, to that point, to right. be able to even put words to it is very, very valuable. Yes, absolutely. You know, I want to kind of shift gears just a minute. But, you know, with, with all the social media coming mm-hmm. at us, with all the, you know, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, everything, and it's moving so fast, yeah. you know, it does kind of mess with our minds a little bit, you know, with yeah. either depression or, or discouragement. And so how, Parker, I want to address this to you first, but how do we take those negative emotions that we may be feeling? Because as Jonathan said, we're, we're viewing ourselves in the, the, in the lens of mm-hmm. social media yeah. and that we internalize it and we're like, well, something must be wrong with me. Yeah. So how do we take that negativity and turn it around for positivity? Yeah. Um, I'd say so. I think something that's really important is speaking life and like speaking life over yourself. I right. think is extremely important mm-hmm. because um, I mean this is just like a little example, but like songs and stuff like that. 
if you listen to the lyrics, you're speaking that over yourself. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, So there's that, but also, yeah, social media um, and all that stuff. And I think how do you identify and kind of work your way around that is I think that you truly pray and ask God. Like, just communicate with him. He wants you to talk to him. That's good. And it doesn't have to be as such like a formal prayer, which he, I mean, he honors that truly. Absolutely. But I think that even just coming to him in everything and truly asking him Mm -hmm. for what he thinks is best, we'll read the Bible. Yeah. Absolutely. I think it's yeah. really important to yeah, speak life of yourself and yeah, your body's a temple. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. What do you think, Ella? Um, something that's helped me with that is just staying in like that constant communication with the Lord. Mm-hmm. Like even if it's um, just the small things, like if you're driving, like obviously there's a point of respect, there's a line of respect for the Lord, but also he is your friend, he's your mentor, yeah, he's your too. counselor. Yes. You can just talk to him. Yeah. Like, that's just something that's helped my relationship with him. Like, I'm driving, like, hey, God, this person didn't make the yellow light. I yeah. was going to make it, but I couldn't. And there's a line of, like, oh, God wants to hear me. But yeah. also, like, keeping the respect. Yeah. But he just, he wants to be involved. Amen. Like, I love that. He wants to be involved. Absolutely. In mm-hmm. What about you, Jonathan? Um, I mean, for me, I'm just like, like, with, like, you know, social media, it's just like, if you don't, like, you know, like, read the Bible every day, mm-hmm. it's just going to suck out all your joy. Because, like, you can't, if you don't focus on, like, God who brings, like, true happiness, like, you're not going to, like, be able to, like, experience it. Yeah. yeah. And even on top of that, I think, in addition to prayer, which is obviously one of the best ways, but there's other ways to honor God, you know, yeah. cut out some of your social media time, read a book, go play a sport, you know, do yeah. something with your life that right. the, the earth God created, you know? I love that. Yeah. I, I even thought about this this uh, illustration, you know, when I was, this sounds old school, but when I was a kid, yeah. like, we went home from school, and say, say we were dealing with some insecurities there. Right. We went home, we, we played, we rode bikes, we did all that. Mm-hmm. Well, now the pressures you face at school, maybe even the person now is sitting in the living room with you. Right. Right. And so now they're, you're comparing yourself right there in the one place mm-hmm. that used to be safe. Right. You know, and so trying to, again, create those areas that you can set it aside, right. get before the Lord and find identity. Absolutely. Because we can only truly have hope and joy and peace when we find our identity in Jesus Christ. You know, that is the most, and the enemy wants us to compare. He wants us to criticize. He wants us to condemn, but God wants us to love. We'll be right back with a little bit more here on The Christian View. Don't go away. We've had a great discussion today on Gen Z. Thank you all for being here. I want to give y'all a round of applause. Thank you so much. They were brave um, and bold for Jesus today, so thank you. Make sure you're following us on social media, thechristianview.tv. We love you, and we'll see you next time. Know that God loves you, He sees you, and has great things for you. Take care. Bye-bye.